Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Mitch sent me notes and Steve, check this out. And of course, if you've watched my channel for any length of time, especially if you've been here since day one, uh, in the last nine years, I've done a lot of videos about robocalls and uh, auto dialers and, and those kinds of annoying junk phone calls you get. And lately, I'll admit, it appears that the volume has dropped, but that's happened before. But there are days where I get 10, 20 junk phone calls a day at both my desk phone and my cell phone. And many of them are spoofed, so it'll say, you know, hey, this is Beaumont Hospital calling. This is Blue Cross Blue Shield calling. This is Detroit Edison calling. And you pick it up, and somebody wants to talk to you about a knee brace or, or some other scam. And so the feds have been talking about cracking down on this literally for years, for years. And they've done almost nothing. And as I've said, the call volume does tend to go up and down, and we appear to be in a trough right now. But the question is, can they keep it there or not? So here we go. Uh, this is from the Justice Department itself, a press release. The Federal Trade Commission, law enforcers nationwide, announced enforcement sweep to stem the tide of illegal telemarketing calls to U.S. consumers. So another step they're taking. Let's see if this works. New actions target those who distributed or facilitated billions of illegal calls and sold more than 700 million telemarketing leads. Federal Trade Commission, more than 100 federal and state law enforcement partners nationwide, including the attorneys general from all 50 states and D.C., announced a new crackdown on illegal telemarketing calls involving more than 180 actions targeting operations responsible for billions of calls to U.S. consumers. The Joint Federal and State Initiative Operation Stop Scam Calls is part of the Commission's ongoing efforts to combat the scourge of illegal telemarketing, including robocalls. The initiative not only targets telemarketers and the companies that hire them, but also takes action against lead generators who deceptively collect and provide consumers' telephone numbers to robocallers and others, falsely representing that these consumers have consented to get phone calls. The effort also targets VoIP service providers who facilitate illegal robocalls, uh, which often originate overseas. And I've mentioned before that the phone companies, if they wanted to, could make this stop. And whenever I do these videos and I mention that, I get one or two people who complain and go, Steve, you don't know what you're talking about. They couldn't stop these if they wanted to. And I also get comments from people who say, Steve, you are 100% right. I work in the industry. They could stop these if they wanted to. They make too much money off of them, so they just kind of turn the other, uh, turn the other way. So there you go. Government agencies at all levels are united in fighting the scourge of illegal telemarketing. We are taking action against those who trick people into phony consent to receive these calls and those who make it easy and cheap to place these calls, says Samuel Levine, director of the FTC's Bureau of Consumer Protection, speaking at a press conference in Chicago. The FTC and its law enforcement partners will not rest in the fight against illegal telemarketing. They will not rest because they continue spinning their wheels. Operation Stop Scam Calls includes five new cases brought from the FTC against companies and individuals responsible for distributing or assisting the distribution of illegal telemarketing calls to consumers nationwide. Today's actions make clear that third-party lead generation for robocalls is illegal under the telemarketing sales rule and that the FTC and its partners are committed to stopping illegal calls by targeting anyone in the telemarketing ecosystem that assists and facilitates these calls. The FTC has brought a total of 167 cases against illegal robocallers 
and do not call violators, including many lead generators and VoIP service providers. So you might know there's a thing called a do not call list. Years ago, the feds say, if you get on that list, no one will call you again because we're going to require telemarketers to check that list. And if your number's on the list, they got to take you off that list of the people they're going to call. No. In fact, many telemarketers simply took the list and said, okay, these are good phone numbers. Obviously, someone's at this number because they asked not to be called. So we'll just call them and violate the list because the list isn't really enforced. And in theory, it was. But of course, if you're an overseas junk call operator, do you care? So courts in these cases have ordered the defendants to pay more than $2 billion, and the FTC has collected more than $394 million, much of which has been used to provide refunds to defrauded customers. In addition to the FTC actions announced, 48 federal and 54 state agencies have brought more than 180 enforcement actions and other initiatives as part of Operation Stop Scam Calls. So it looks like they're doing a massive crackdown across the board against as many people as they can get at the same time. And that's an interesting approach. And one of the things that they talk about here is the fact that there are companies out there that gather up phone numbers and then sell those lists to telemarketers saying these phone numbers are good. Now, they claim that these sellers are saying, oh, these people have consented to getting phone calls. But who knows whether they say that or not. The point is that these phone numbers are being bought from one provider who then gives them to the people who make all the junk phone calls. And so if the junk phone calls are illegal, it doesn't really matter where they got the phone numbers from they called. However, if there are people out there in this ecosystem, I believe they called it, then you want to crack down on them too because especially if they're telling people like, oh, you can call these phone numbers and it's like, I don't know, the do not call list, then they shouldn't be doing that. So one example here is a company called Fluent LLC. In a complaint filed by the Department of Justice, the FTC says Fluent and several related corporate defendants tricked consumers into consenting to receive marketing solicitations, including telemarketing calls, that violate the law. The FTC says New York City-based Fluent is operated as a consent farm, which purports to collect through a single click of a button or checkbox on their websites. Consumers' broad agreement to receive marketing solicitations, including robocalls and other telemarketing calls, from dozens or even hundreds of third parties. So you're on a website. There's a thing that says click here for such and such. You click there, and buried in the language was, oh, and by the way, we can then pass your information along to a robocaller who's going to call you, and the click on this box counts as consent. Uh, Another company here uh, from the FTC saying that California-based company does business as a website helping people find jobs, and their sole owners violated the FTC Act and the TSR by assisting and facilitating millions of illegal robocalls while doing business as a telemarketing lead generator. FTC says the defendants owned and operated the lead generation websites uh, that were purportedly to help people find jobs, but they actually were consent farms to gather consumers' personal information along with their supposed consent to receive robocalls. In reality, consumers have not consented to receive the robocalls, as the defendants claim, when selling their leads to telemarketers. So one of the lessons I think you should learn here is be careful what you click on the Internet. And if a website asks you for your phone number, assume someone's going to call it. And it might be a, an auto dialer or a robocall or whatever you want to call it. But the point is that, that they get your phone number 
And then they sell it to somebody saying, this person said it's okay to call them. And so when the robocaller dials you, they say, well, you consented. And, and you consented when you went into that job search website and clicked the box. Okay? So problem I have with this, this is the 30th or 40th time that they've cried wolf on this. They, they, they keep saying, <laughs> we have taken care of this. We're cracking down on this. Things are going to happen. We've got this law called stir shaken. We've got this operation stop scam calls. We've actually got all 50 states, AGs, and DC on board. This time, something's going to happen. And in a week or two, if things happen as they have in the past, it's going to be just like before. We're going to come out of the trough, and there'll be another wave of wacky phone calls. And so one thing I've noticed, there's a trend here, that they will make an announcement regarding enforcement. So we cracked down on some companies. We've actually cracked down on some companies. And we have hit them with these gigantic judgments and monstrous fines. And, and you or I look at that and go, ooh, $394 million? Ooh, $2.5 million? Ooh. Well, many of these are LLCs, which literally means that it's a paper entity that exists only because somebody filed some paperwork someplace and paid some money. They can yank the plug on that entity and walk away from it. And if it's got no assets, good luck collecting that. But you understand that somebody who formed that last LLC can form a new LLC. And so enforcement actions aren't enough if it's simply, here's the fine, pay this fine. Because number one, it often doesn't get paid. And, and number two, it's so easy to just start over again that when you get the fine and levy it against a company specifically named here with this name and LLC, well... People who form that one can form another one tomorrow. They can form one today. They, <laughs> they could form one in the time it took me to make this video. So it's extremely difficult to get any of these enforcement actions to stick. And I've been saying all along since day one that they need to look at the people who control the pipeline, which is the telephone companies. And I, I know that, that some people, again, are going to argue with this. But if I am a telephone company and a customer comes to me and says, I want to make a lot of phone calls. Ooh, I want to, I want to let you make a lot of phone calls. I, I want to charge you per call. Great. I'm going to be making hundreds of millions of phone calls a day. What legitimate business is making hundreds of millions of phone calls a day in the U.S.? A phone company might be with the phone calls passing through them, but who's actually originating hundreds of millions of phone calls a day? Who's doing that? Who's doing that? Or, or I mean, the numbers I've seen were just shocking, shockingly large numbers. And so there has to be somebody who controls a switch somewhere that's looking at a pipe and going, gee, that's an awful lot of traffic. And they need to look at it and not say, that's a lot of profit for us because of all those phone calls. They should be looking at that going, wow, that's a lot of liability for us if we get busted. That's what they need to do. you got to crack down on it at a point that someone can control it. And so the phone company is the obvious place to do that. So I don't know why they haven't done that yet or if the phone companies have just got great lobbyists. That could be it too. I don't know. So right now they're cracking down on the people who are selling the phone numbers with the alleged consent 
because they're generated by consent farms, which I'd never heard of before. <laughs> Learn something new every day. But worse, these companies were doing this so the telemarketers could say with a straight face, we thought all these people consented. We're not, we're not breaking the law. And keep in mind that most laws are written in such a way that you can't just say, oh, we didn't think we were breaking the law because somebody told us we didn't. You've got to have a, a, a good faith belief in what you're doing. And so when somebody comes along and goes, here's a, a couple million phone numbers from people who consented to get junk phone calls from you. Somebody should ask and go, really? A hundred? Uh, how many? How many? How many millions of people consented to get junk phone calls? Because they should know nobody wants those phone calls. Nobody wants them. And so when somebody comes along and says, I've got, yeah, I've got, I've got millions of phone numbers here from people who want you to call them. That's a warning flag right there. The very existence of this list should be a warning flag. But they're hiding behind it saying, no, 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 we thought we had permission. So this is crazy. And don't get me wrong. I don't want the feds to stop. I just want them to get effective. Okay, so I'm not criticizing them for trying. I just wish they would try harder because they have made so many announcements about how they're going to stop the scam calls. I've been doing these videos for nine years. I don't know if I did a video on this topic in the first year, but I'm pretty certain I did in the second. So I've been talking about this for at least eight years now, and it's still a scourge on the face of the planet. So Mitch, thanks for sending it from justice.gov. The Federal Trade Commission and other law enforcers nationwide announced an enforcement sweep to stem the tide of illegal telemarketing calls to U.S. consumers. I'll believe it when I don't hear my phone ringing anymore with these calls. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. If I agreed with you, we'd both be wrong.